Christmas, everybody. Welcome to His Heartbeat. It's so great to spend this time with you on this special holiday where we're going to be focusing a special message about the birth of Jesus and the miracle that God used Mary to bring this wonderful Savior into our world. So enjoy this episode where you're going to learn and hear how nothing is impossible with God. And isn't that a message that we need to hear right now? Nothing is impossible with God. So Merry Christmas and enjoy. Hey y'all, welcome to His Heartbeat. Yeah, I have a special episode today just for Christmas. It is that time of year and I personally love Christmas. As you can tell, lots of decorations. (laughs) I get pretty into it. But one reason I get into it is that For one thing, I lived overseas in a country where we weren't allowed to preach the gospel. And it was really amazing when Christmas came. It was the one time where we were allowed to tell the Christmas story because it's an American holiday. And it really opened opportunities to talk to people about Jesus without any problems whatsoever, without getting them in trouble, without getting us in trouble. And we found that people were so, so interested to hear more about Christmas. So for me, what Christmas means is amazing opportunities where even all the decorations, I know some people are like, oh, yeah, that's not good, so commercial. And yet, at the same time, it does remind people that this is a special day, and it often does cause people to think about that and go to church for the first time or or see a movie that would talk about the true meaning of Christmas. It just can lend to a lot of opportunities. The other thing is I'm thinking, hey, this is Jesus' birthday. And what is amazing is that the world is lit up (laughs) with lights and decorations and beauty and families getting together with joy and people actually being kind to each other and 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 serving meals for each other. What a beautiful thing that that would be on Jesus' birthday. I just, I love it. Now, at the same time, I recognize that Christmas can really be a hard time for a lot of people, a sad time. It brings up the loss of people who aren't there. I myself am going through that this Christmas because my mom that I love uh, uh, so much and miss her terribly. She just passed away on September 26th. In fact, I have a special episode if you haven't seen it yet, Leaving Your Legacy. And it's all about my story with mom and the impact she had in my life that is now having an impact in other people's lives. And what I learned from her in what kind of legacy we can leave. So you might want to check that episode out. But yeah, I think even though it can be a sad time, I think a couple of things really helped me and I hope would help you. And even if it's not a sad time, will help you to really get more out of the meaning of Christmas at this time. And so the first thing is that I'm thinking about the fact that My mom is celebrating Christmas with Jesus. (laughs) Now, granted, we don't know if they're really celebrating it on that day. December 25th, historians think probably wasn't actually the day. Plus, time is not the same in heaven. But yeah, there is a possibility. And the fact is that she's with the Lord. And here I am just trying to 
spend time with God and imagine what it would be like to be with this baby who is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And, you know, perhaps in heaven, they're getting to see a video of the real deal, but it really happens. So I don't know, but just something to ponder, you know, if you are going through that loss. And at the same time that Jesus is called Emmanuel, Emmanuel, and it means God with us and God is with you. So not to say that even thinking about our loved one in heaven, or maybe you're unsure about that, but you can know that God is with you and he came to be Emmanuel to you and that you can call on him for comfort. The second thing that I think really helps us get through Christmas in a a joyful way is to, even I talk about the decorations, but, you know, presents, all that, family gatherings, to make sure, not just on Christmas, but the days leading up to it, that you spend time with the Lord and you are rereading once again the Christmas stories. There are several chapters in Matthew and in Luke, and you can see all the the amazing things that happened. And so I want to continue in this time to share, to read a little bit about that, about the birth of Jesus to Mary and what as what I've been pondering as I've been reading through the story again. And I'm taking this as I read it from the Passion. So the Passion is a new Bible that I just bought. It's pretty new coming out, this translation. And it's not really a paraphrase. It's just using modern, modern, modern English, like what we're using right now. And the writers really do strive to keep it accurate to the original original languages. So just wanted to share that, but you'll hear it's a little different. So Luke 1, starting verse 26, during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of the King David. So there's a few key things in there, right? First of all, that she was engaged, which in that culture meant that it's kind of like being married, but not quite in that you technically you already have registered when I lived in Asia, they did that, they did this too, but they pre-register and, and then you really are married legally, but then they haven't had all the ceremony, they're not living together yet, they haven't had sex yet. So she's engaged. And the man Joseph she's engaged to is from the is a descendant of King David, which is significant because the prophecy of the Son of God, of Jesus, the Messiah coming, is that he would be from the line of the King of King David. So it's pretty cool that the Father now, we're going to see that DNA-wise, <laughs> neither Mary or Joseph shared their DNA, that, that Jesus was placed in Mary's womb by the Lord, by, the, by God. At the same time, he was raised by Mary and Joseph as his mother and father. And and so legally, he comes down through the line of David. So then Gabriel, who's the head angel at that point, Gabriel appeared to her 
And so that's pretty wild. <laughs> I think about it. And he's having, and he's about to have a conversation with her. So he literally was physically present with her. It wasn't just a dream. Now, Joseph later had a dream that was so real. He knew it was from God in which he was told all about this baby that was given to Mary. So anyway, Gabriel appears to her and he says, rejoice, beloved young woman. Now we think from historically the accounts that she was only about 15 or 16, which was not uncommon in that culture to get pregnant that early. They didn't live as long as we do today. Now rejoice, beloved young woman, for the Lord is with you and you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this would mean for her. She's thinking, hey, like, I'm a teenager. What do you mean I'm favored in God's eyes? And in this translation, it even used the word anointed, that there's an anointing coming over her. But the angel reassured her, saying, don't yield to your fear. Because, yeah, she was scared, you know, like, what? In the world, what does this mean? Don't yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen you to surprise you with a wonderful gift. That's a cool translation. So she was specifically picked out. I don't know, you should ponder that for a little while. Like, wow, what does that say about this young woman, this teenager, that God had that much esteem for her and and trust and faith in her that she would raise Jesus in a godly and a healthy way. You will become pregnant with a baby boy and you're to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the son of the most high. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign as king of Israel forever and his reign will have no limits. So um, that's pretty crazy, right? You're being told that the son of God is going to be placed in your womb and you're going to give birth and he's going to become the king of Israel forever. Now, we know at that time that they were expecting someone to come, right? There had been a lot of prophecies that the Messiah would come. So in a way, I wouldn't say this came out of left field or no way, nowhere, out of nowhere. No. I mean, I think she was probably like, oh my goodness, I've heard those prophecies, but you're telling me that now it's he's going to be my son? Oh my goodness. You know, that's pretty shocking. And at the time, they really thought that that would mean that he would take over government rule, that Israel would get independence from Rome and have an independent nation with this king, the Messiah. But later they find out that first he would be a suffering king and then a reigning king. But of course, they didn't understand that yet. But his reign will have no limit. And Mary says, but how can this happen? I'm still a virgin. So, you know, that's pretty confusing. She's probably, as we would, I mean, wouldn't you think that? Because he didn't actually say, I'm just going to pop this baby into you and no DNA from you. Like he didn't say that. He just said that you're going to become pregnant. And so she's thinking, but I've never had relations with Joseph or any man. So 
this how is this even possible but then gabriel answered and remember gabriel is the top angel right the angels are ranked like in a hierarchy like an army and gabriel comes up in the old testament as well and we see that he is the top top dog so to speak the top angel gabriel answered the spirit of holiness or the spirit of god will fall upon you and almighty god will spread a shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory this is why the child born to you will be holy and he will be called the son of god and so yeah the angel's letting her know it's god's spirit is going to come over you and a power with power and this glory will come upon you and you will receive this baby and he will be holy meaning sinless right that's why we know there's no other like him because it says in, in Romans that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but not this baby because he's not coming genetically through the line of people. He will be called the son of God. What's more, your ancient aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with the son. And she was way past the time of giving birth and yet she got pregnant she had tried and tried and tried and couldn't and given up and then god gave her son and we learn later in the scripture that that boy is john the baptist grows to be john the baptist so their cousins jesus and john the baptist so the barren one elizabeth is now in her sixth month not one promise from god is empty of power nothing is impossible with god and so I'm going to hang on to that. Nothing is impossible with God. Then Mary responded saying, yes, I will be the mother of the Lord. So she responded with excitement, with belief, with faith. Now, granted, it was an angel that visited her, but just the same. I mean, to think that there's a baby in me and I've never had sex and it's the messiah it's a holy one it's the son of god what but she believes it right off the bat because god says through the angel nothing is impossible with god and so she's excited i'm gonna be a mother for the lord now in this translation says for the lord i'm gonna be the mother of the son of god she realizes it as a servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you've told me come to pass. And the angel left her. So, you know, I think this is just an amazing story and something that we really need to ponder because it tells us that nothing is impossible with God. And, you know, life is hard. There's just a lot of things that happen and you might be in a really hard time and maybe you're not. But we all go through things, not just once, but we have seasons. We have hard seasons and we have easier seasons. We have seasons of loss, of sadness, of, of struggle, of temptation, of all kinds of things, of failure, of you know, all these things. We have these seasons and it's it's rough of, of betrayal. Of I mean, the list goes on, right? I don't have to keep listing it. But no matter how impossible it seems that your situation could get better, what we see here is with God, nothing is impossible.
And when it's God's will, then he will make a way. And so first discern what is God's will in what I'm going through. And if it's God's will, if it's God's will that I have cancer, he will make a way for my healing if it's his will. And most of the times it is. Sometimes it's his will that we go home to be with him. But most of the time, yeah, he wants to heal us physically. And certainly he wants to heal us always emotionally and spiritually and heal us from temptation, from sin, heal us from feelings of unforgiveness, healings from those feelings of I'm not good enough or I'm a failure or whatever those lies are. They really are lies. And what he wants to do is bring us into truth, bring us in alignment with this book. This is full of good news of truth. And he wants to free us from all those lies that the world tells us. And he wants to do the impossible for us and bring us through some really tough things out into the other side. And he wants to be with us. And the scripture also says that he's the Prince of Peace, that he's Emmanuel, God with us, right? That he's the eternal God. And so he wants to bring that peace to you during this season. And we know we call Christmas as a time of peace. So I just wanted to share that message with you. And I hope that this podcast, His Heartbeat, can really be a blessing to you this year. If you haven't been listening, I hope that you'll get on any podcast channel and find His Heartbeat. My name is Sue Coral. I have a ministry called Crown of Beauty International. You can look us up, either look up suecoral.com or crownofbeautyinternational.com. And you will find out about me and about our ministry. And we have lots of resources that can really help you begin to find victory over the struggles you've been going through, victory over the lies, victory over bondage, over spiritual bondage, emotional bondage, physical bondage. The Lord wants to set you free this year and let it begin this Christmas as you just dwell on things that are eternal. Dwell on Jesus. Dwell on Emmanuel being with you. Dwell on the fact that just as he told Mary, it's true for all of us. Nothing is impossible with God. God bless you all and Merry Christmas. Thank you for being a part of our community and tuning in. We would love to hear from you. Submit your own questions or comment on today's episode on the Crown of Beauty International Facebook group or email us at International at gmail.com. Push that subscribe button and leave us a review. Come back next Thursday as we go deeper into his heartbeat.